when you experience a session in hypnosis regression therapy, you're given a full array of sensory information. There can be messages embedded within this information, a storyline as specific to you as your own fingerprints. A large part of interpreting these messages has to do with understanding the scene laid out in front of you, and an important part of this understanding comes from trusting your instincts about what you see and feel. In the upcoming audio of my own regression using quantum healing hypnosis technique, you can hear me attempting to explain the unusual and unfamiliar environment in which I find myself. It's a visceral experience, visual and tactile. Much of the landscape seems futuristic, with a concentrated focus on healing, physical, emotional, and energetic recovery. This is apparently achieved through a combination of tools. Interesting methods using energy, color, and full-body light chambers. This in connection with the use of planetary energy lines, minerals, and water therapy. In the regression clip, I was surprised and interested to hear myself delineating my experience in terms relating to physics and geology. You will also hear me mention what seems like random physical sensations. During the regression, these feelings were mild, but had a definite presence in the landscape of the storyline. While under regression, there seems to be a full-on array of sensory information available to us, sight, tactile impressions, aromas, and a simple knowing or understanding of what we're experiencing. As we return to my storyline, quantum healing hypnosis practitioner Wanda Amos guides me through the transition into this future-like landscape, as my character has returned to the future with her time-traveling co-worker. this individual that you had gone to retrieve, what is it they do when they come back? Um, he has, unfortunately, even though I was able to heal his body, part of him has prevented himself from healing completely. So now he's come back with me, but he is, I don't know, I guess you could call it climate sickness. Mm -hmm. So how was that healed? He's in some sort of chamber. It's white and it's cylindrical. Normally, there'd be lots of colors in this chamber, but it's all white. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit concerned because being around him, I can still feel... It, it triggers it in me. Like, I can release it on my own, but when I'm around him, I can still feel that feeling when I was taking it out of him. Should you be in the chamber as well? Or in a chamber? Yeah, I need some sort of decompression as well, but for some reason, there's something that I... I felt I was ripped away from when I had to go back and get him, so it seems really important to me that I finish that first. So it's like half of me knows that I have to go to the chamber, and the other half wants to go towards this white light of a project that I was doing beforehand. So you're drawn more toward the my, white my project, project is really well, important to me. Let's go there <laughs> and let's experience that. Uh, what is this white light project? I'm standing at what seems like a desk, and I'm writing. It's a brilliantly, blindingly white room, and I don't know what I'm writing, because I can't see anything, it's so bright. Oh, I'm watching something on a screen. What are you watching? 
It looks like something planetary, and I'm studying this landscape of the planet for electric lines. It looks like ley lines. It looks like I'm assessing the planet, but I'm assessing it to observe its energetic current. So I'm tracking the ley lines on the planet's surface and how they go from the mainland to the small islands. And how do you assess it? Uh, I think it has something to do with the ratio of the salt water to the energy lines and the amount of vegetation on the planet. Uh, this is a very, very green vegetation, which is really, really healing. I'm looking for a place to send people. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. There's a disconnect between the left and right sides of my body. Hmm. All right. I think I need the chamber. <laughs> well, let's go back to the chamber. You're in the chamber now. Oh, that's much better. And what is happening in the chamber? So I'm in the chamber, it's full white light, and it's a, a cylinder. Are there others in the room? That's weird. Yes and no. Oh, some people are using them without being there physically. Mm-hmm. So it's like their energy or their consciousness or something is in the chambers, but their physical body isn't. We're the only two with a physical body in the room. I believe these people are doing something else somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So I suppose it's sort of akin to when we sleep. Uh -huh. Is it an etheric replica or just the consciousness? It's like they've actually sent a portion of their energy into these chambers. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like the holodyne theory yeah. where, you know, you cut off a piece of your part and it represents the whole. So they're able to heal themselves as a whole by taking just a small bit of their energy and having it in the chamber. Very interesting. Yeah. And that small portion that is in the chamber is, is enough to, to heal fully the physical body. Yeah. Fascinating. So how is your healing process? Good. It's turned from white to purple. Which is what you want? Um, apparently. Because when I healed him, he got his purple aura back. Mm -hmm. And there's something about the purple. I think what happens is when you go down to such a dense place, it shuts off your crown chakra. So I think what's happening is my crown chakra is starting to balance or open again. And I can feel it drifting. It looks like purple smoke and it's coming down the right side of my head and it's down my right arm. Very interesting. Hmm. Oh, I can also work on the project while I'm in the chamber. That's convenient. And that's an added bonus. So there's almost like a Nintendo joystick in front of this screen. So I'm writing and it's joystick type thing. So what is the joystick doing? I think I'm almost like mining, sending, oh, almost like dolphin sonar. I'm sending energy through the landmass underneath the water. So specifically the landmass that's underneath the ocean. I'm sending electronic pulses through it so that I can map it so that I can map the underside face of the planet. And then it comes up as a grid so that I can see what I'm looking at. Oh, it's full of quartz. I'm very proud of myself because that's what I wanted, apparently. Mm -hmm. so job that, well done. Yeah, job well done. No wonder I was so anxious to get back to it. <laughs> I wanted to know if it had quartz, and it does. <laughs> <laughs> and so after mapping underwater and putting everything in place, what does that do to the planet? Does it change it in any way? I just need to assess it so that I know... Um, if it's viable? Yeah, viable for my purposes. So apparently there is a group of people and I need to find some place that's a frequency match to what those people need. So I, I don't know that I'm sending them there for... 
it's almost like sending them, I need to find a place for them to create, it almost sounds like, like a, a spa or a resort, but that's not what it is. What they're doing is they're, oh, okay. So these people, something about their physical makeup allows them to channel energy or become a current or something. And they're highly compatible with a certain kind of landmass. So what happens is the landmass, they're able to connect to it almost like Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. So they're like the stones. And what happens is they're able to draw a certain amount of electromagnetic energy or piezoelectric energy, I guess is what it would be, up through the landmass and through them. And it creates, it enhances, it amplifies the qualities of the landmass and the ocean and that sort of thing. So I, th I think we're doing this all over it's not the it's not the galaxy it's bigger than that um galaxy is misleading mm -hmm. the multiverse yeah i want to say quadrant quadrant of something else so we're finding these places we're putting these people there so that they can create a vibratory amplification because we're trying to heal something mm -hmm. so if we get enough of them in enough places in a certain orientation or able to link them all and then they create an enhanced vibration which creates a healing vibration which is just a domino effect to create a higher vibration throughout everything that exists sounds like wonderful work yeah it sounds like a big project <laughs> there's just so much going on at the same time like you know there's there's all of these spheres that we send down to different cultures to study it's almost like we're trying to figure out what's happened before, how we've evolved, what's happened in our evolution, because we're trying to, we're trying to use that information so that we can create a future of a higher vibration. So let's move forward to the time when the project is finished. Mm -hmm. You've prepared everything. You're there now. Mm -hmm. What's happening? It's very windy. I hadn't anticipated it being so windy. <laughs> um, so everyone's there and it looks like they're sort of, they're sitting on the ground and it looks like they're meditating. I'm not part of it because I'm overseeing the project. So I have to sort of have my wits about me so I can't be in a meditative state. So the project was, was a success? Yeah. What they're doing is they're implementing it. Oh yeah. Okay. So what I can see is that either we're going to, or we already have done this in various other places. So what's happening is, um, uh, it almost looks like a giant isosceles triangle full of many, many other little triangles. It is, it's generating a lot of high vibrational energy and it looks like a golden yellow color. I'm just seeing it, what looks like a, a holographic grid on a map. Sort mm -hmm. of. So yes, it is successful. It's just that I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, oh, that's fantastic. And it works really well, but we're going to need so many more of these in order to Oh, I know what we're doing. It looks like a star. Ultimately, like we've only got one of the points done. We need to make something that when it all comes together, it's going to look like a star. It looks sort of like a star of David, but it's got um, so much more depth to it. Mm -hmm. Three dimensional. Yeah, or more. Or more. It's um, seven, seven, eight. So you'll continue on doing this in, in various quadrants. Yes, this is apparently very exciting to me. Yeah, um, that's sort of what I'm doing now. They call me the pyramid. I don't know what that means. I think it just means that that's my function. 
in the dynamic because I had to go and find a sphere. The spheres were what went down to the planets to study the cultures. Mm -hmm. And I'm the pyramid. There's a square, but the squares don't leave the environment, our natural environment. They stay where they are. Let's go forward to the time when you found all of the quadrants you needed and recalibrated everything. What happens then? What is going on? Wherever we are is utopia when all that's completed. It's the energy is at an optimum functional level for not just us, but everything around us. We're an area that's made up of a bunch of quadrants. It, it looks like we're living in a cornucopia. It's abundance. Mm -hmm. And are you still a pyramid or has something changed within your structure as well? Uh, I don't have a shape anymore. Mm -hmm. What do you have? I'm limitless now. Wow. It's almost like I, in order to be the pyramid, that's so interesting. It's like <clears throat> my natural frequency was held down by the atmosphere that I was in. And so facilitating an optimum functioning frequency allowed me to return to my natural state. Because being the pyramid, it's a very high vibration, but it wasn't as high as my authentic vibration. It was still limiting. Yeah. Way. So for me, having no shape at all is my natural vibration. Fascinating. Now, in this state of limitness, what is your primary goal? Do you have a goal? When I'm limited or not limited? Unlimited. Unlimited. Okay. What is the primary goal? Yes. You've finished all your work. What do you do now? I've worked for so many thousands of years to get this that I'm trying to just be in the moment. <laughs> do you enjoy being in the moment? Yeah, I do just actually. Being? I do. Um, and I could sit that way for a thousand years um, and enjoy that moment. But there's something about me that after I, it's almost like you're starving. And then when you finally eat and you feel full, you think, oh, that was wonderful. And then you're like, Okay, now what? <laughs> so I uh, am constantly, it's not, it's not a pressure thing, it's not an anxiety thing, it's pure peace. But nonetheless, I have an instinct to go and search out other areas that need to be built up. So what I would do is I would leave my quadrant, but there's a team of other people who are the same way. So we all work together. I'm always part of a team. Mm -hmm. It might not be the same members, but it's the same mentality. It's almost like the same consciousness, but in different people. In the same mission. In the same mission. And it could be, I say thousands of years, because it seems like an eternity. And then I will reconnect with the like mind, and we will go and we will leave that quadrant as a group, and we will build another quadrant up from scratch, basically. Which involves, again, going down to see the way the civilization was that brought it to rack and ruin in the first place and try to correct and elevate, remove damage that was done and elevate the energy and build it up again. And it always seems to be in this sort of a star formation that we, mm -hmm. but we take it quadrant by quadrant. Fascinating. That's wonderful. This portion of the storyline clearly illustrates the powerful relationship that exists between our physical and emotional health and our connection to our planet.
Vegetation, water, and simple terrestrial energy are shown as not only essential resources, but are also depicted as being intrinsically tied to the viability of our basic cellular matrix, which keeps us alive. In the next episode, Wanda prompts a conversation with another aspect of my subconscious mind, often termed the higher self. You're listening to Nature, Therapy, and Beyond with Catherine Skynot. Appreciation to our guest, Wanda Amos, practitioner of the quantum healing hypnosis technique. For instrumentals provided by Blue Dot Sessions, www.sessions.blue. And to you, thank you for listening.